0: This episode of Pueblo's podcast is presented by Montgomery and Stewart Funeral Directors are proud to be independent, just like you. They're owned and operated by lifetime Puebloans, not by any of the giant funeral home chains. This means they only answer to the families they serve, not to outside stockholders. Your independence allows you to select which funeral home you will call at the time of need or when considering a pre-need plan. That same independence allows you to choose a local funeral home where you know your wishes will be followed to the letter. Since 1922, they've worked hard to make a positive difference in the Pueblo community by providing service and care for families of all faiths and ethnic origins. Please call them today. They never use high-pressure sales tactics and will be happy to answer your questions and discuss your options at your convenience at their funeral home or in the privacy of your home. Call Montgomery and Stewart Funeral Directors today. 719-542-1552. Montgomery and Stewart Funeral Directors in downtown Pueblo. Hello, this is Dave Moore from Pueblo's Podcast. First of all, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Now, tell me why you're Pueblo Proud. Here's a special phone number to call, 719-470-0715. Leave your first and last name if you're comfortable, and tell me why you're Pueblo Proud. And at the end of your message, maybe you could say, Be Proud, Pueblo. Thanks again for listening, and thanks for calling. I'm Dave Moore, and this is Pueblo's Podcast. My guest today is Abby Krauss, Executive Director of the Pueblo Zoo. Hello, Abby. Hey, Dave. How are you? I'm doing great. Tell us a little bit about your background in Pueblo and how long you've been at the zoo, first of all.
1: Well, I've been at the zoo since 2013. I came as the Director of Marketing, and a couple of years later, there was a position open as the uh, Executive Director, and I threw my hat in the ring, and here I am.
0: Oh, very good. Um,
1: yeah, my husband is a lifelong, is a native Puebloan, fourth generation, and uh, he uh, he went to Denver and dragged me, found himself a wife, and uh, here I am in Pueblo.
0: <laughs> All right, well, we're glad you're here.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I'm originally from the Midwest, if you were going to ask, and I'm from a, a, a town that's similar in demographics to Pueblo, and I like to say that I just am so proud to be here in Pueblo because... My hometown is not nearly as cultured and, and, and have the opportunities as Pueblo does. Um, similar trajectories in uh, you know, being hit by an industrial um, downturn and uh, Pueblo has the foresight and the fortitude to bounce back with a, a zoo and a symphony and an art center and a lot of other things that t- towns the city don't have. So I'm very
0: proud to be here in Pueblo. Oh, absolutely. And uh, we were talking a little bit earlier that uh and I was talking with one of your coworkers, Barb, who uh, said an interesting thing to me. She said that um a lot of people who are new to Pueblo may not even know that Pueblo has a zoo.
1: Yes, that's sadly, very true, even some people who've been around a while don't know that, and which I think is a tragedy
0: <laughs> right
1: but um yep. And I think the, the zoo here, um, even before I became the director, I was just amazed at the level of uh, quality and uh, opportunity that the zoo presents for the community.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, we'll talk about the zoo in general here in just a bit, but I want to talk about electrocritters, which is going on right now. Tell us about electric critters, How long has that been going on and, and how many lights are there in the displays?
1: Well, I have to say, I may have uh, lost track of the lights because there are over 250,000. We've got over 150 installations. We're in our 27th year, and um, it's been a community tradition for quite some time. Uh, Yeah, and all of those um, installations, Dave, what's interesting, and I don't know if everybody understands this, is these are not off-the-shelf creations. These are creations that are... Um, conceived and designed and produced right here in Pueblo. They're usually very um, tied to something that's going on at the zoo, like a new exhibit. For example, one year we had the dogs, the African painted dogs. Um, one year um, we had otters, et cetera. So um, a and, and local artist, Richard Montano, um, and you'll see a lot of his art here at the zoo he usually designs it after our critter crew uh, makes some recommendations of some concepts and then our own uh, pcc usa skills um, group their the welding program there they have been welding our frames for years and um, they put these together and we have a critter crew that then strings the lights of very small but powerful and mighty group that strings the lights starting in October.
0: That sounds like a big job.
1: It is a big job and we are looking for folks who might want to um be a part of that in the future. I'd love for your listeners to hear this and it's not um it's a bit of a commitment because it's 6 weeks of putting together lights but it's so so gratifying when you see what you're putting together for the community. And usually it's during beautiful fall weather. They have a great time putting this
0: together. Oh, terrific. And tell me the hours and the days that the Electric Critters displays are available to be seen by the public.
1: Well, we've already opened, so um, we're open until the 26th. We are closed on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day because our staff deserves a break. Um, But we're open on the weekends um, through December twelfth, and then we're open daily starting December seventeenth, basically when the kids get off of school um, through the twenty-sixth, except for Christmas and New Year, or Christmas and Christmas Eve. And the hours are five thirty to eight thirty. Um, and we do last entry at 8 o'clock to make sure that people have time to go through.
0: Okay. Oh, very good. And are there, I know with COVID kind of things change, are there snacks or beverages available? We're still going to
1: do the um, Candy Cane Cafe. And with with mentioning COVID, you know, we really feel good about critters because most of it's outside and people get to space out. So it's a really safe way for families to celebrate together.
0: Oh, sure. And people who have been closed up the last year or so or not be able to get out and do things, I'm sure this, this year is going to be um, very well attended. I'm sure it already is.
1: Yes, and we do encourage people to get their tickets online in advance um, and pick their days. That also helps us plan. Last year, it was really appreciated. We were able to open last year, but we did have a capacity um, limit. We don't have a capacity limit this year, but we do still recommend that people get their uh, tickets online. So yeah, we're expecting big crowds.
0: All right. And I'm sure people will be able to take pictures and maybe do little videos of their family uh, in front of the lights. And uh, tell me about a couple of the more interesting displays that are there this year.
1: Well, I'm not going to reveal what our two new ones are because we'd love for people to uh, come and see if they can identify them. But I will give you a hint. Um, They are uh, the littlest, newest arrivals at our
0: zoo. Okay.
1: So we like to keep things fresh and we move things around. Some things um, naturally uh, land in one place for years and years. But we like to move things around so that people feel like things are fresh, and we find that um, people come and say, oh, well, that's new this year. And it's like, no, nope, that's been around. But because we move it around, uh, people, it still feels fresh to people. So even if you've been here for a while, we hope that you continue to see something that you didn't see before.
0: Nice. So if you've if you've been to Electric Critters over the last few years, coming up because you'll see some new things and things have uh, been moved around a bit. That sounds great.
1: Yep. And you said, you mentioned um, taking pictures and videos. Of course, we we encourage that. We expect it. We want it. Um, we know some people that... Uh that measure the growth of their kids over the years to some of our electric critters. Oh,
0: <laughs> well, that's a great or, idea. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I think you probably have seen the whale. The walk-through whale is one of the most popular, and people will go through that and kind of uh, measure the, how how high their kids are going through that walk-through whale.
0: Oh, neat. That is very cool. <laughs> and what what is the admission charge for electrocritters? critters?
1: Well, um, member admission is $7 for adult members and $5 for child members. And non-members are $9 for adults and $7 for children, and under 3 are free.
0: And, of course, the proceeds go to keep the zoo going? and
1: They do. They go through. This really is an important fundraiser for the zoo to help us get through those lean winter years. As you know, it gets cool, cold in the winter and... Um, So our visitorship is down. So uh, this helps us fund and feed and and take care of and buy medicines and provide care for our animal collection through the lean winter years.
0: Okay. And how many animals or approximately how how many animals do you have at the zoo?
1: We have about 400 animals and over 125 species.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my god. And many
1: of those are uh SSP, uh which is the Sur- species survival program. Um and they're in de- many of our um animals are endangered. So, uh our mission is to empower people to engage in conservation and uh of animals in their natural habitat. And that means educate them and creating a connection between our animals and what's happening out there in the world and really inspire people with concrete actions to help conserve those animals.
0: And during the winter months, are folks able to go see the animals uh, during the day at the zoo and are the animals out and about in the colder days?
1: Absolutely. You know, um, I, some so people have said this to me and I completely agree I'm glad that other people see it too because I'm here every day but there are some animals that love the cold weather mm. um, and they also behave differently in, in cold weather versus warm weather and hot hot uh, Pueblo in the summer people will notice that you know the dogs are sleeping as you as you do on a hot summer day right. but in the winter time uh, many of our animals are very, very animated. Our otters love the snow, and they'll—we get a fresh snow, and they'll slide down into the water, and just they—they they go round and round on their ice slide. It's a
0: Oh, a lot of fun. How fun. That sounds great. <laughs> yes. Sounds like it would be fun for adults, too. <laughs>
1: I, 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 you know, I, I envy the otter uh, exhibit both in winter and in summer. In the summer, I want to just jump in there and swim. Oh, sure. And in the winter, that ice slide
0: looks like a lot of fun. Oh, <laughs> I'll bet. And for someone who has not been to the zoo for, say, a few years, what are some of your mm-hmm. newer displays that are are now at the zoo?
1: Sure. The, newest really large one was the de Braza's monkeys a few years ago mm-hmm. we completed our African painted dog exhibit and um, added the uh, de Brazos monkeys to that we also have a couple of other things that we've done like plant grow fly it's a it's a pollinator garden and nature play area um, we do have Seasonally, some new arrivals. Um, for example, this year, this week, we um, have two baby panda cubs that are now on exhibit with
0: their really? mama. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We
1: are, we, and Those are one of those species that are extremely endangered in the wild. And they're one of our ambassador conservation species. Um, Species, so we do contribute to uh, conservation of these animals in the wild. And what better way to fall in love with them than to come to see the cubs? They are amazing.
0: Oh, I can imagine. I would not have even guessed that that you had pandas. We
1: have baby red pandas. Red pandas. So these uh-huh. are what we call the original pa- red pandas. They're the red pandas. Gotcha. Um, yep. And panda, by the way, means bamboo eater.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. I That's did not nice. know that. <laughs> and
1: I just saw them this morning eating bamboo. And, and it's really fun to watch those uh, those cubs learning from their mom. They follow in her footsteps and she does something and then they try it out. Um, so it's a lot of fun to watch them. They're actually kind of big already. Um, they, But if you come and see them, they're the lighter ones. They're slightly smaller than mama um, and they're a lot lighter.
0: Oh, okay. And then, of course, my favorite animal to look at at the zoo are the big cats. Tell me about the big yes. cats that you have.
1: Well, we do have, right now, we have four. We, um, a few years ago, uh, Mushavu and Taz, uh, the parents, had uh, three cubs, and that was one male and two females. Um, Hodari, our male, uh, left us last week. He went down to Texas. And uh, to start a pride of his own, so we're really happy to contribute to the genetic diversity of um lions and other animals uh endangered animals in other zoos, so he's gonna go and he's gonna start his own family in another zoo.
0: Oh, how nice
1: so right now, yep, yeah, yep, and we also have in one that um Mumford was our baby a few years before that, and he is up in Minnesota. So now we have um, mom and dad, Taz and and Mashava who are getting up there in years, and we have um, their two daughters that are still here. Okay. Zuri and Kamara.
0: Oh, very cool. And who gets to name the animals?
1: (laughs) Often, mostly it's the keepers. Okay. And uh, sometimes we have themes, sometimes we really try to stick with the cultural, uh, you know, spirit of where the animals are from. It kind of goes all over the place.
0: Okay. Very good. And 2022 is just around the corner. What are some of the plans for the Pueblo Zoo in 2022?
1: Great question. Um, We are actually in the master planning uh, phase. We've been in that for a little bit. It got slowed down a little bit with COVID. But we are looking to um, build, uh, develop the back quadrant of the zoo into a new North America. Um, Mostly this year we'll be planning and kind of getting going. It probably won't be building quite yet, but we're looking to uh, move some of our North American animals back to what might be considered your Colorado backyard. So you might be taking a little adventure into what you might see in uh, your Colorado backyard, um, while also encouraging nature play, providing some things for kids to have an adventure to climb over and under, and it being a little bit more of a natural space. Um, so we're looking forward to that.
0: Oh, very cool. Uh, you were talking yeah. about kids. When my kids were younger, they both went to zoo camp and just thought that was the coolest thing ever.
1: Well, we are still very cool because we're still doing
0: that. All right.
1: Um, yep. So we still have a lot of camps, and they're very, very popular. Uh, We also have a Zoo Alive program, which is our teen ambassador. It's kind of what you graduate into, and you get more intensive training. And those, um, those kids that are really interested in maybe even going into... Uh, the zoo field and their career, they get a lot of experience and leadership experience caring for animals and talking to people about the animals and being ambassadors for them. And that is such a, a program that we're very
0: proud of. Oh, terrific. All right, anything else that uh, we haven't touched on that you'd like to mention about the zoo? Any other programs for kids or adults that uh, folks might be interested in?
1: Well, like I said, we all... Um, we have lots of events that come up during the year. We have our uh, Zoo Boo and Senior Week. we were very intentional about um, making uh, the zoo accessible. We know um, some people may not be able to handle the the uh, fee, and uh, we do have a program called Museums for All for people who have um, EBT cards or, or food assistance. Um, we offer a $3 admission. For families who it's just maybe a little bit too steep for them okay and and we also have obviously events throughout the year um, so look out for that schedule we're having that calendar event to plan those out today um, but all of the favorites are going to be there electric critters Zubu our Zufari in the in the in the uh, summertime camps are going to come out starting in spring break so keep that uh, keep an eye out for that for this and Summer summer camps will be launched
0: then. Okay, and you also have um, um, the ability to host um, if a, a business or um, an office wants to have an event at the zoo. You you have that capability as well.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for pointing that out. Dave. we have small to large, we have birth you know fam- family birthday parties in the party place up to big corporate um, rentals out at our Mandari shelter, which. And with lots of space and, and seating underneath um, a covered atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And what's new is we have uh, the 30 Club Pavilion. Um, the 30 Club financed that for us. They fundraised for us. And it's a really nice new structure where we can have some upscale, um, more intimate uh, events outside. Um, we've had a couple weddings out there and it's really beautiful behind the um, Islands of Life.
0: Oh, very cool.
1: All right. Yeah.
0: And if someone is interested in in uh, booking one of those events or an event at the zoo, what, uh, what's the best way to contact you?
1: Yeah, just call us here at the zoo. We'll give you the information. You can also go online and find some uh, details about that. And then we can work through what what, what type of uh, rental space is appropriate for you.
0: Sure. And what what's the best phone number for them to call?
1: It's 719 561 14
0: Okay. And is there an extension that they need to push once they get into the system? Yes.
1: Extension 101 for birthday parties.
0: Okay. All right. And uh, you mentioned the website. What's the the website address?
1: It's PuebloZoo.org.
0: Very simple, perfect. <laughs>
1: very simple, very simple. And I did want to mention a couple other things about ElectroCritters. Sure. Um, a couple special nights. Um, uh, Black Hills is presenting our presenting sponsor, so I want to make sure that we uh, we mention that. We have a lot of other sponsors that make this possible. Um, Black Hills is, again, our presenting sponsor. And we have a couple nights that are special for um, December 14th, for example, is sensory-friendly night. Uh, December 14th is a Tuesday, and we understand that there's a lot of uh, folks out there, especially children, that have challenges with uh, being overwhelmed um, with either sound, music, um, light, or mm-hmm. other th- uh, crowds. So we reserve that night. Um, it's uh, it, We have a f- fewer people that come that night, and we shut off a few of the exhibits that are particularly... Um, flashy and we don't put on the music so that um, families who have children that are experiencing those sensory friendly challenges um, are also able to come and enjoy it
0: Oh that's a great idea that's wonderful
1: yeah and then um, on December 19th 20 and 21st Santa's gonna be here really. Yeah, right. he makes a stop for us every year. Special, we're very happy about it and privileged to, to welcome him here.
0: Put, it, put and in so a good word for me with him.
1: <laughs> I I don't know if I have that much cloud, Dave. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but people can take their own selfies with Santa, um, and it, it's all part of admission in electric critters.
0: Okay, and give us the dates of uh, when Santa's going to be there again.
1: Sandra's here on December 19th, 20th, and 21st. It's a Sunday, Monday, and
0: Tuesday. Perfect. Oh, that's terrific. Well, if uh, any of our listeners have not been to Electric Critters, or if it's been a while, I certainly encourage it. It's just such a fun experience, so many lights, and it's supporting the zoo and supporting the community, and it's, it's a way to get outside and, and see your friends and neighbors.
1: It really is, and it's magical. I have to say when I first moved to Pueblo, I was like, well, how how nice can it be? But it is spectacular because it is kind of a very concentrated space that really is immersive, and I always feel like you're in a magical kingdom somewhere. Um, And every year I still get a thrill
0: with it. Oh, nice. Very good. Well, Electric Critters going on now through December 26th, except for christmas eve and christmas day i've been talking with abby cross the executive director of the pueblo zoo abby i have a couple of uh personality questions for you if i can Uh Uh what's your favorite zoo animal
1: that's like asking mom what her favorite child is
0: oh man. right <laughs> but
1: i will say i was born in august and i'm a leo so i am a bit partial to the lions
0: okay all right fair enough and think back now, what was your first concert that you attended?
1: <laughs> I'm really embarrassed to say this, but it was Air Supply.
0: Air Supply, always a Air favorite.
1: Supply, <laughs> at the at the, conference, the convention center where I grew up. Now, later on, I got a little bit more edgy and rock and rolly, so, ah,
0: okay. but you I, have started, f- I started slow. Right, you have to ease into it. And how about so your sure. favorite concert?
1: My favorite concert, I would probably say, I really enjoyed Eric Clapton and Elton John.
0: Oh, wow. That
1: was a doubleheader.
0: Wow, that's a a pretty amazing team right there.
1: It was. And then in the smaller venue, I really enjoyed Oasis and uh, Tracy Chapman.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, sure. She's great. Absolutely. We wouldn't let people smoke way before it was popular. Oh, really? No kidding. Interesting. Abby, thanks so much for your time. And uh, just keep up the great work uh, that you and your staff are doing at the Pueblo Zoo. It's PuebloZoo.org. And the phone number is 719-561-1452. And uh, you can pick out the correct extension. And uh, we're looking forward to another successful year with electric critters. And looking forward to some new displays and some new fun at the Pueblo Zoo next year.
1: Thank you much, Dave. It was great to catch up with you and talk to your listeners, and you keep up the good work, too.
0: All right. Thank you very much. That's Pueblo's podcast. I'm Dave Moore. Be proud, Pueblo.